When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Uptempo podcast. Once again, I'm your host Blake Lane and it is Sunday, May 1st, 2022. And we are here tonight to recap this Auburn baseball team and their, their trip up to Knoxville, Tennessee to take on the number one team in the country in this three game set. They ultimately dropped two out of three games. But hey, like I always said in previous episodes, baby, the great Tanner Allen, You no moral victories here, okay? No moral victories here on this podcast, but Tanner Allen always said while he was at Mississippi State, great teams avoid getting swept on the road, all right? Great teams avoid getting swept on the road. Simple and plain is so hard to win on the road, especially uh, in an environment like Tennessee. And we're here to talk about it tonight. I'm, I'm here to give you my thoughts. Uh, I watched all three games, watched them closely, and the, you know, it was the injuries, man, in game one that stuck out. It really, really hurt Auburn down the stretch with Burke Halter going down. Oh man, I, it just put Auburn behind the eight ball, and you know. It is what it is. I really think Auburn is a top 16 seed. I think Auburn deserves to host a regional. And I'm sorry if you disagree. I really am. Auburn went to Knoxville, and there was parts in this series where they outplayed Tennessee for majority of the series. And if you're a Tennessee fan and you're sitting there disagreeing, hey, go rewatch the series, all right? Friday night? They outplayed you all the way up to the seventh and eighth inning. Okay. Hey, you you hit, you know, six seven home runs. All right, that's cool. You won the game seventeen to four. Okay, but I get it. I'm not saying that Auburn deserved to win the game because they absolutely did not. But 
they were playing their ass off, and they were playing like a top 15, top 10 team at the time. Tennessee just had some miraculous things <laughs> go down uh, with swinging the sticks, and, and they absolutely caught fire. So, you know, you go to game two, and Auburn was right there with the number one team in the country that supposedly, you know, just can't be touched. Uh, and they end up down to their last out. They end up winning a ball game, uh, hitting a three-run home run and whatnot. We'll get into that. And then today, they they fall down 3 nothing, and, and then they battle back, tie the game up 3-3, and right at the very end, uh, they give up a bomb and, and lose by two. So, you know, there was there was times where Auburn, in my opinion, they outplayed Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee with just a little bit more firepower um, and and a little bit more depth in that bullpen, and you know ultimately get the get the series win. And Auburn, but Auburn falls to thirty one and fourteen and twelve and nine in the SEC, falling two games behind Arkansas in the SEC West. So hey, it's just my opinion. If you don't like it, go kick rocks. Uh, I, I think Auburn's a, a top sixteen seed. I think they uh, they deserve to host a regional. You know, I know a lot of things with Arkansas can happen. They're coming in this week to Auburn, and and there's a lot to play for there. I understand that, but I ultimately think Auburn deserves a top sixteen seed if they keep playing like this, man. I mean, you finish second in the SEC West, you've done something, okay? Uh, I just I truly believe that I, I think if you if you're a top four seed in the SEC tournament, damn it, it's the hardest baseball conference in America, and and you know I don't I don't know what else to tell you. So you're just blind as a bat, you know, if you disagree. So before we get any further, I want to talk a little bit about this podcast, the Up Tempo Podcast, and you know we were nominated as best local podcast for the Nappy Awards here in Mobile, Alabama. I never thought that I would be voted in as a finalist. And Friday we got the news that we have been voted in as a finalist for a Nappy's a Nappy Award. Uh, and it's a really big deal here in Mobile, Alabama. It's it's something that every year, you know, the people here look forward to. It, it's to boost, you know, small businesses in the downtown area and and you know um, any any business anywhere you know in Mobile. I mean, it's just a really big deal, and um, and you know, voting for the 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 finals starts May fourth at noon Central Time, and I believe it goes to May 29th at midnight. And so, if you could you just get on votenappies.com. That is votenappies.com, and you can vote once a day. And I believe all you do is go to the media category, go down to Best Local Podcast, and we will be on there. And you just put your email address in, and you vote for the Uptempo Podcast. And, and like I said, you can do it once a day. Hey, we would really appreciate it, and it, it's just been nothing but a blessing. And I, I'm just I'm so thankful for everybody that listens to this podcast, for real. You know, it's just uh, all the all the nice things on Apple Podcasts, the reviews and the stars, and it's just uh, it's it's been absolutely incredible. So if you guys, you know, if you could do that, 
votenappies.com. It would be absolutely incredible. And then, you know, we we always like to start out the podcast with thanking the Belly Up Sports Network. Uh, not a minute goes by that I don't thank them, and, and I always want to run their ad and, and get them in here. And I'm just truly grateful for them as well, for, for them to give us a platform to uh, produce our podcast. And so we love this and, and love watching some Auburn baseball, Auburn sports. I know I've been giving you guys some interviews with the with the MLB and stuff like that. Got got I know for sure got one coming up this week with the Detroit Tigers. So, hey, I'm, I'm going to try to keep plugging away. I told you all on, on my previous episode that I'm still trying to get guys – um, I'm, I'm in DMs every day, man. Just every single day, I'm DMing folks. Hey, do you want to come on? Uh, do you want to do you want to join the show and let's talk about some baseball or football or whatever? Just all the time. I, I'm steady at it. So um, I really appreciate y'all for listening and tuning in. And I'm not gonna let you guys wait any longer. We're gonna run this belly up ad, and then we're gonna get after it. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's up, everybody? Welcome back in. We're here tonight to break down this three-game set between the Auburn Tigers and the Tennessee Volunteers. Hey, it was a hell of a three games, like we just mentioned in the little pre-show. There was some fireworks. There was some unbelievable hitting from the Tennessee Volunteers Friday night. And uh, Sunday, hey, the rubber match, it lived up to everything we thought it would. Got an eighth inning, two-run bomb from Tennessee. And, hey, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. So it it was a hell of a series. Uh, You know, like I said earlier, I think a couple injuries, you know, kind of put Auburn behind the eight ball with Blake Burkhalter going down. But that sports, it happens like that. It's how the cookie crumbles. Hate to see it. But you gotta you gotta battle through it. I think Auburn did a great job, and uh, ultimately dropping two out of three games. But no more victories. But I, I think Auburn just uh, they proved to the country that they're an elite baseball team. They proved to the country that uh, they can swing it with anybody. I would have liked to have seen them drive in a couple of more runs and not leave so many runners on base. But Auburn proved that they can swing the sticks with anybody. They can go toe-to-toe with anybody. They have guys that can come out of the bullpen like Chase Isbell and, and Tommy Sheehan and Carson Skipper. And, uh, you know, when, when they're all healthy, like Blake Burkhalter and uh, just, you know, they're deep, man. They're deep. And I, I think Auburn's a top 16. You can't – I know they're ranked 19th. You can't tell me that that they're anything less. I'm sorry, and if you if you disagree, like like I've always said, go kick rocks because I just I don't see it, man. You call me a homer, you can call me a homer all you want, but they're top 16. They're an elite baseball team. They really are. Not a whole lot of holes in that lineup, and uh, when the pitching staff's healthy. And and they're you know they're on their they're on their a day game and and they're just really really tough to beat. So look, with that being said, we're we're gonna dive right into this first game. Uh, you know, look, Tennessee blew it wide open in the seventh and and then followed it up in the eighth. I think they hit like six or seven home runs, man. It was something wild like that. I lost count, man. I, I, 
I mean, they were just flying out of the park. Um, and, and I just, I said, dude, I'm not counting anymore. I mean, this is ridiculous. Um, but, hey, up until that point, it was a hell of a baseball game. All right? If you didn't watch it, you missed a hell of a baseball game. Um, bottom of the second, Tennessee scores two uh, on a throwing area. It was a little sack bunt, man, and Auburn, um, Hayden Mullins, chunks it down the right field line Tennessee scores two goes up and uh and then you know Hayden Mullins like I said with the injuries he goes down and then Tommy Sheehan gets the ball and and uh did a, a really good job in two and one third innings uh, scoreless innings I should say uh, really really good job finally seeing Tommy Sheehan come out and uh and get some work in a in a weekend series and and show us what he's what he's about uh, and then you know Tennessee's up two nothing, and and um, Auburn Auburn has bases loaded in the top of the third. Okay, and this is where I really felt like Auburn lost this game. And I know Auburn took a lead later in the game, but I really feel like Auburn lost the game. They had bases loaded, top third, nobody out, nobody out. All right. And you have your three best hitters at the plate. You have your three best hitters at the plate. You got Casein Howe, Sonny Deshera, and Bobby Pierce all at the plate. And they all three strike out. They all three strike out. Look, Auburn had 16 Ks Friday night. They had 16 strikeouts. 16 strikeouts. I, I didn't... I, I, I didn't mess up on that. They had 16 Ks. Tennessee scored 15 runs on 16 hits in just the 7th and 8th innings. Okay? Crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Absolutely crazy. But, you know, Auburn Auburn plugs one away, makes it 2-1. to one. Guy gets thrown out of the plate. Blake Rambush comes up, hits a three-run nuke in the sixth. I mean, just hits an absolute no-doubter. Right off the bat, I said, see ya. All right, get out of here. Uh, Auburn takes a 4-2 lead. Chase Isbell comes in, you know, in the fifth. I forgot to mention him. He looks incredible. Um, And then once Auburn got that lead, they went up 4-2. Carson Skipper comes in. He works a scoreless sixth inning. Comes out for the seventh, gets roughed up. Tennessee, I believe, got the first two guys on, and uh, and then they bring Blake Burkhalter in, I believe. I, I think it was, or it might have been bases loaded or something. I can't remember. I, I I'm uh, can't really remember. So, but I I think it was bases loaded. Uh, Burkhalter comes in and. He comes up a little limp, and of course the booze rain in, and he starts grabbing like his hammy area, and you know he, he you can you can see him just grimacing in pain. So this is my thing with Butch Thompson and, and Tim Hudson. Okay, so you're in a you're in a key moment. Okay, you, you don't want to let this lead slip away, right? It can't it can't slip away. And you go out there, your training staff's looking at him. It's taking forever 
right? I mean, they've been out there for five minutes and six minutes, seven minutes go by, tick-tock, tick-tock, and you look at him and you see Butch Thompson. He's like, hey, you know, can you can you go? Well, of course Blake Burkhalter is going to say, yeah, coach, I can go. Yeah, Skip, I can go. Of course he's going to say that. But when you saw him, that perfect camera angle from SEC Network, put it right on his face as he's warming up, throws a fastball, and you see him grimace in pain. He's, ah, I don't have that extra oomph on my fastball because my leg's killing me. Right? I'm tight. And we let him stay in the game. Tim Hudson, you Butch Thompson, you have to take him out at that point. You cannot let that next pitch happen. You cannot let that next pitch happen. What happens next? Tennessee, grand slam into the left field seats. Grand slam. Ball game. You, just, you could shut it down right there. It, it, Tennessee didn't have to go on this magical run like they did. That was a ball game right there. Then you got to come out and pull him. Like you should have pulled him before we ever got to that point. Should have pulled him before we ever got to that point. Then it was just an absolute home run derby after that. It was an absolute home run derby. I mean, it was like <laughs> it was like watching uh, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire go back and forth in the home run race that year. Just I mean, every other at bat just hitting nukes. You know, I mean, that's when it really you know, got blown open. It wasn't, look, people, all these people on Twitter and everything are like, oh, Tennessee, you know, they blew them out. Yeah, they did blow them out, but it was a really close game for the first seven innings. Don't believe the bullshit on social media where they're just, oh, Tennessee just ran them over. No, they didn't, okay? It was it was a competitive freaking game for the first seven innings. It didn't, it didn't get uh, ugly until that point. So... It just it wasn't a walk away easy victory for Tennessee, all right, until the last two or three innings. So don't get it twisted. Alright. Um you know, so that happens and, and you know, I I'm sitting here Friday night and me and a couple of my buddies were talking and one of my buddies says, Hey, man, this is gonna be tough for Auburn to, to bounce back from this, right? And I was like, eh. I was like, not really. And he's like, How do you figure? And he's like Man, you don't never want to get beat this bad. No, of course not. You don't want to get beat this bad. Right? Absolutely not. But, here's my thing with that. Alright? It is so much easier to flush a loss like 17-4 to and what Tennessee, the run that they went on, it's so much easier to flush a loss like that. You know what I wouldn't have wanted to happen? I wouldn't have wanted to have been up 4-2 to two in the bottom of the ninth and a bases loaded grand slam get hit off of me and we lose 6 to 4 to the number 1 team in the country. That you can't bounce back from. All right? Auburn would have got swept. They would have got swept if that would have happened. But watching the the home run derby that Tennessee put on, you can flush that. You can flush it. Hey, we got beat. We got our ass kicked. All right? 17-4, we got our ass kicked. To me, you can flush that game so much easier and mentally. All right? Just flush it down the toilet. Seventeen four. Oh well, who gives who gives a damn? Not a big deal. It is what it is, right? And and that was my that was my thoughts going into game two was we we flushed it. We flushed it. 
you got Trace Bright on the mound coming in game two, and and hey, let's see what happens, you know. So, um, you know, Auburn ends up winning game two, dramatic fashion, right? Uh, Auburn wins eight six. I think you know Tennessee out hit them, but Auburn had the clutch hit, and we're gonna talk about the fireworks that went down, and uh, and you know, Auburn just. Battlers, man, they're battlers, and I, I keep telling y'all this. Don't count them out. Don't count them out for a second. Auburn has a puncher's chance every single time because they can swing the sticks. Um, and and look before I before I get into this, right? The person I want to give a shout out to is Connor Copeland. Okay, Connor Copeland comes in and gets a six out save. With two Ks, all right? Gets a six-out save for Auburn with two Ks. When that's supposed to be Skipper and Burkhalter's spot, Burkhalter goes down with an injury, and Connor Copeland comes in and, and gets a six-out save. His first save in the Southeastern Conference. Uh, just <laughs> super, super special. But like I said earlier, starting off uh, with this game, you know, top second, Auburn leaves the bases loaded. Man, I can't tell you how many times Auburn left the bases loaded or, or people on base in scoring position in Knoxville this weekend. Man. And and Ugh. If we if you just get one hit, alright? If you just get one hit, one extra base hit, I'm not even talking about hitting a bomb. I'm just talking about a single to right field. Or or, you know, a a double in the left center gap. That's it. This series is probably completely different, but if my you know, if's the biggest word in the dictionary, right? So that that was one of the 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 concerns. Like hell, it's it's been a concern all season, right? We always leave people on base, uh, numerous people on base every single weekend, and and even during the week, hell, we leave people on base all the time in the middle of the week. Uh, and then you know, top three, AU strikes on a wild pitch. Blake Rambush scores. Um, you know, top five, Sonny Deshera. He gives uh, AU a four to two lead, and um, and that was his thirteenth home run of the year. Sonny Deshera, absolute creature, animal. Uh, just, I mean, what else you want to say about him? The dude is one of the best hitters in college baseball, and then uh. Bottom six, man, Trace Bright runs into a little trouble, walks two guys. Y'all know my motto about walks. Can't happen. They're just – they're free – look, if you want to beat a team like Tennessee, you can't be walking people, all right? It just can't happen. You can't give that good of a team free passes on the base pads. And and ultimately it led to Tennessee tying the game up in the bottom of the sixth. They made it a 4-4 game. Because, uh, you know, once you walk two guys, you know they're with their lineup, they're going to eventually clutch up and get a hit, right? And, th- and that's what they did. And then I-, I believe it was Drew Gilbert in the bottom of the seventh. There was two outs, runner in score position. Drew Gilbert comes up, and I believe he flared one out into right center, hit a little line drive out to right center, and Tennessee took a 5-4 lead, right? So um, that leads us into the fireworks, and this is going to be the fireworks part of this episode and we're going to talk a little bit about everything that happened right so trailing five to four 
Auburn goes in in the top of the ninth. And, uh, yeah, Cason Howell, he uh, doubles down the left field line. And uh, tie game at 5-5, right? So, tie game at 5-5. Cason Howell with the big-time double. I believe Auburn was down to their last strike, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he got a pitch to hit, and he absolutely drove it. Uh, and Auburn comes in 5-5. You know what's coming next. They're going to intentionally walk Sonny Deshera. And, man, Bobby Pierce, all right, he was 0 for 9 in this series up to this point with 5 Ks, right? So Bobby Pierce comes up, and what, in like a 1-2 count, he battles, he fights like three or four pitches off. And I remember me and my brother were sitting on Xbox, and we're talking through the headset, and I said, yeah, he's coming with a slider down and in. Bobby better be Bobby, Bobby better be ready for it, right? I said he's coming with a slider down and in, and I saw the slider come out of his hands, and I said, "Oh," and bang! All right, bang! He called it, and he sent it for a ride. Absolute no doubter. Absolute no doubter. And what happens going down the first baseline? Bobby Pierce bat flips, okay? And Tennessee fans, I don't want to hear shit, okay? He didn't try to hurt somebody. He didn't try to hurt somebody in your dugout. He didn't try to throw a bat in your dugout, okay? Go back and rewatch it. He he bat flipped. Yeah, he bat flipped towards your dugout. Was Bobby Pierce being a smartass? I'm sure he was. He's a 20-year-old kid. I'm sure he was being a smartass because he had to watch y'all during your home run derby Friday night bat flip and wear a Gucci fur coat and and whatever in the hell else y'all do out there, bowing down on second base and, you know, uh, whatever. Um, So I'm sure he was being a smartass. But stop with all the comments about Bobby Pierce bat flipped into our dugout. Uh, If you really want to talk shit about somebody, uh, let's talk shit about Tennessee's head coach, Tony Vitello or whatever his name is. This man picked up a bat, all right, walked outside of his dugout, picked up a bat, and threw it at some college kids while they're celebrating going up on the number one team in the country. If you want to talk shit about somebody, talk shit about this guy who, for what, the fifth, sixth time has created complete and ultimate drama at a ballpark with bumping an umpire, calling other teams out, oh, y'all acted like y'all won the World Series when you beat us. Well, yeah, of course Alabama did. They acted like they won the World Series because Alabama has sucked for so long in baseball, and and they beat you. They were the first... SEC loss. Of course they're going to act like they won the World Series. Nobody gave them a freaking chance. Quit quit pouting. All right? I'm sick of seeing it. It's, it's, it's fucking aggravating at this point, okay? It's fucking aggravating. It, it's, it's, it's just... Quit being a little... Quit being a fucking little twerp, all right? I, I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. You can Your team can bat flip and... and 
Drew Gilbert can throw one 30 miles up in the air against who were they playing, Wright State last year or whatever in the regional. And, hey, that's all cool. Let's celebrate, baby. But when it gets done to you, you want to bitch and pout and cry and, and pick up a bat and throw it back to a bunch of college kids standing outside a dugout. You're a clown. You're a clown. Simple and, simple and plain, you're a clown. Just is what it is. It ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun. If you don't like it, hate it for you. Go kick rocks. <laughs> That's what I always like to say. Go kick rocks. Bobby got a pitch to drive. He hit it. Like I said, was he being a smart ass? Probably so. Good for Bobby. Good for Bobby. Bat flip, kid. If they can bat flip and they can talk shit and they can run their mouths like nobody else in the country, all right? I mean, they're just... Look, you're great. We get it. Tennessee baseball, you're great. You're phenomenal. We get it. We like it. I love watching you play. But tone the cockiness down a little bit. Because right now, even though you're from the SEC, I hope you get your ass whooped in the regionals. Super regionals. College World Series. However far you go, I hope you get your freaking ass kicked. I can't wait. I can't wait. You, You better win it. That's all I can tell you. You better win the whole entire thing. Because if you don't, man, 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 I tell you what. I'm on this podcast and I'm acting like a damn fool. You hear me? Hey, look. And and after that, let's not forget about the bottom of the ninth. Tennessee, I think they led the inning off with a home run, a solo home run. They pulled within two at eight to six and, and got, got the tying damn run up to the plate. And and like I said before we broke down game two, uh Connor Copeland. Come in, got the job done. Shut out. Ice cold. Ice in his veins. Loving. War damn eagle. Bat flip some more. Alright? Quit being a freaking tit. Quit pouting all the time. Sick of it. Absolutely sick of it. So, going into the rubber match, man, how excited can you be, right? You're 1-1, number one team in the country. They won Friday night. You bounced back one Saturday night. You got a rubber match with your ace on the mound. And like I said, Auburn has a puncher's chance with the way they swing the bat. You, you woke up this morning, Sunday morning. I know a lot of you are going to be listening on Mondays. But you woke up Sunday morning. You got you some fresh air. Walked outside. Got you a cup of coffee. You know, maybe maybe fixing breakfast. I know I took my daughter to Waffle House this morning, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about the game, and I'm like, "Hey, got a puncher's chance. We can we can swing it with anybody. We can hit with anybody in the country. But we also got we also got Joseph Gonzalez on the bump today, and I mean, hey." Are we, are we about to take two or three from Tennessee? I was confident. I was confident. And and that's what I mean by Auburn being a top 16 team, man, is they deserve to host a regional because I, I woke up this morning and I said, hey, Auburn can beat Tennessee. They can do it. They can do it. And they almost did it. 
It was a three to three game in the bottom of the eighth inning. Joseph Gonzalez he had a he had a rough first inning, gave up a two run home run and, and a sack fly, and Tennessee gets up three to nothing. But damn, after that, man, he was lights out. He was lights out, y'all. He was lights out. Look, Auburn didn't get their first hit until the top of the fourth. But Auburn struck top fourth Bobby Pierce. He homered to right field. And let me tell you something. When he homered today, it wasn't a bat flip. It wasn't a bat flip. He laid it down at the plate. He he eased it down at the plate. All right. He eased it down at the plate. Don't bat flip into the dugout, Bobby. Might hurt somebody. All right. Them poor Tennessee volunteers. You might hurt somebody, buddy. All right. Man, shit still cracks me up. Uh, but Auburn makes it 3-2. to two. Um, Cole Foster hits a sack fly. It was rough only getting one right there. Like I said, Auburn, I think Auburn had the bases loaded again. And uh, they only get one run out of it, so... Tough there. Once again, leaving runners on constantly. Auburn just <laughs> stranding ducks on the pond, man. Uh, aggravating stuff. Auburn ties the game at three with another Bobby Pierce hit. Scores Case and Howe. Top six. Three to three game. Hey, and I put on Twitter, I said, I like where we're at right now. I like where we're at right now. Okay? I like where we're at. What else do you want, man? What else do you want? You're three to three in the top of the sixth inning with the number one team in the country in a rubber match on a Sunday. What else could you ask for? And the whole the whole country's watching Auburn baseball right now. Get pumped up, recruiting. Get pumped up. Postseason. You're in the tournament, man. You're in the tournament. You're going to the tournament. Everybody, all eyes on you. They're watching you. This means the world to Auburn baseball right here. Okay? Because not a lot of people think that Tennessee can be beat two out of three. Not a lot of people think that Tennessee can drop two out of three games. And and Auburn was right here on the cusp. Huge for Auburn. Even though they didn't win two out of three. All right? Even though they lost this baseball game. Like I have always say, it's not a moral victory. All right? But it was absolutely freaking huge for Auburn to be in the spotlight, to be in the moment. It was huge for Auburn. All right, the confidence that come out of this—you can play with anybody in the country. You can beat anybody in the country. You beat the best lineup in the country, eight to six. Tennessee can hit better than anybody, people. Their lineup top to bottom has zero holes in it. Zero. None. They can all hit. And you're right there. You're right there. I think what really locked it down for Tennessee in the third game was Ben Joyce. He comes in and he he records the final 12 outs. Uh, against Auburn, I think Auburn got one hit off of him, and you know, man, the eighth, bottom eight, uh, I mean, what can you say? Joseph Gonzalez pitched his ass off all day, and I think Beck from Tennessee put a put a hellacious swing on it, 
and uh, he sent it out to left, and and Tennessee won five to three. I mean, hey, tip your cap, man. Tip your cap, dude. Put bat on the ball, and and he hit a nuke. You know, you can't be mad at it. You got to live with it. You know, I, I'm cool with it. Hey, losing like that to Tennessee, <laughs> dude, dude, dude can stroke, man. You you tip your cap, and and you move on and. I mean, they're a hell of a baseball team. They're a hell of a baseball team. And like I said, to even be in that spot, uh, you can't ask for anything better, right? So, look, man, Auburn, like I said earlier, 31-14, and 12-9 in the SEC, two games back of Arkansas. Well, guess what? Let's settle it out. You got Arkansas coming to Auburn this weekend. People, please pack out Plainsman Park. We have got to sell this baby out, all right? We've got to get everybody to Plainsman's Park this weekend. I know it's finals week, but we have to sell it out, all right? We have to jam-pack this place and get freaking loud, all right? We we, we, we got to be there to support Auburn baseball. We have to. This is an absolutely huge series. Uh, if we take two out of three from Arkansas, man, we have Kentucky and Alabama left. Kentucky and Alabama left. And we'll be tied for first in the SEC West. You can't ask for much better. Can't ask to be in a better spot. I'm not mad about dropping two out of three to Tennessee. Just don't get swept. Tennessee's the better team. Yeah, cool. Not mad about it. Would I have loved to win two out of three? Sure. Sure, would have loved it. Would have absolutely loved to win today. But... Didn't get swept. You're still in striking distance for for uh, SEC West. You know, finished first in the SEC West. And you just got to take care of business this weekend at Arkansas, or or with Arkansas coming to coming to us. So, you know, not mad about it one bit. Hell of a hell of a baseball series. And if you missed out, you missed out on some damn good baseball. So, hey, with that being said, guys. I appreciate you joining me for this breakdown. If you could, go to Spotify. Find us on there. Um, and if you could, go to go to Apple Podcasts and, and leave a review. Give us a five-star rating if you could or, or, or whatever kind of rating you want to give us. We don't care. Um, but, yeah, appreciate each and every one of you. And if you could, like I said, go remember to vote starting May 4th, noon central time, VoteNappies.com. Once again, VoteNappies.com. Voting goes from May 4th at noon to May 29th at midnight. So with that being said, I'll catch you on the next one. I'm out. War Damn Eagle. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 